ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Christopher Kimball from Milk Street Radio. Our show covers everything and anything in the world of food, and this holiday season, we're exploring a Welsh tradition that involves horses' skulls, toffee making, strange Celtic folklore. We go to Belgium for a lesson on gingerbread and waffles. It always frustrates me because there is no Belgian waffle. We have thick waffles, thin waffles, brittle waffles, soft waffles. I mean, there's a waffle for every occasion, basically. And we learn about hot drinks with names like Huggle My Buff or Huckle My Butt. Join us for recipes and stories this holiday season on Milk Street Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hi, I'm Robbie from the 80s Rewind Show podcast, and I've just been to Essex's Best Secret. I'm Jack Hughes from Wang Chung. Hey, everybody, this is Ivan from Men Without Hats. Hello, everybody, this is Francis Dunry from It Bites. Hi, everyone, this is Andy from Modern Romance. Hi, everyone, this is Charlene. Hi, this is Dennis Seaton from Music EU. Hi, I'm Nick Haywood. Hi, this is Kevin from Fiction Factory. And you're listening to the 80s Rewind Show podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. It's time to bring you yet another amazing episode. And now, welcome your host. Rob, the face for Radio Burgess. Enjoy the show. I have just got back from one of the greatest festivals I think I've been to in a long time. It's called Poptasia, and it was in Basildon in Essex. This is going to be the go-to for everything 80s and 90s. They had E17 there, H from Steps doing a DJ set, Liberty X, Jason Donovan, and Tony Hadley. It was a fantastic day, a fantastic festival. I want to tell you all about it. Let's get into it. The 80s Rewind Show podcast, where the past meets the present. First off, I've got to say how well-priced it was. The tickets are really, really reasonable. The lowest tier was 40 quid. That gave you access to pretty much everything and the whole day. As well as that, it's a field, so it's laid out in a field shape. But everything was laid out so you could find it really easily. The drinks, tents were easy to find. The toilets were easy to find. And also the music venues were easy to find. Also, the staff were absolutely fantastic, including the security guards. When I got to the front gate to sort out my tickets, the ladies there were absolutely buzzing. And they were just in such a great mood that they set the tone of the festival. This was about fun, and they delivered fun. Getting there is very easy too. I drove down and parked my car all day for £8 for the whole day. Really reasonable for a festival. And also you can get there from Basildon train station and it's a short 15 minute walk. Now on to some of the acts that I saw. They were incredible. First up was Madonna. Obviously not the real Madonna, but I think this lady did a better job. Her name was Tasha Lipa, and she came out flanked by two singers and backing dancers as well. She was a fantastic Madonna impersonator and a great way to start the festival. She did all the hits like Like a Virgin, Holiday and Like a Prayer. It was a great way to start the festival and she really set the mood straight out of the bag. Absolutely brilliant. Well done, Tasha. Great gig. Following that was the wonderful E17. These lads really know how to pull it out of the bag and put on a show. It was energetic, it was lively and it was great fun. They even did hits like Steam, Deep and Gold. This touring lineup of E17 only features Terry Colwell as an original member. But with him as well, he's got Robbie Craig, who sung with Artful Dodger on the track Woman Trouble, which they performed live. 
Now, Garage is like catnip to Essex people. I don't understand it, but they absolutely loved it. And the crowd went wild. And that's what it's about, entertaining. And E17 definitely did that. Such legends. They even broke out Stay Another Day, their Christmas track, even though it was April, <laughs> just to get the mood going. You know what? It worked. Everybody loved it. Everyone had sang along, including myself, and everybody swayed their arms. Good on you, boys. So between the acts, I had some time to kill, so I thought I'd check out the drag tent. I've never seen a drag show before. Man, was I impressed. It's fantastic stuff. These ladies can really, really dance, and they look absolutely fantastic. I caught up with one of them just to have a quick chat before their show as well. Hi, I'm Rory from the 80s Real Grand Show podcast, and I'm here with... Estella Safella. And what are you doing today? Is that... uh, I'm going to be performing at the Hot House Tent here. And fantastic. What does your show consist of? Oh, a bit of everything, really. A bit of comedy, a bit of serious, a bit of the whole shebang. You come to one of my shows, you'll get a bit of everything. Fantastic. And if people want to find you, where would they find you online? To see uh, on Instagram, I'm on... At I am Estella Safella XOXO and I'm on Facebook too. If you're there next year, make sure you check out the drag tin and see if you can find Estella and the other artists because they were amazing. I can't even pick up a bit of paper about grumbling now and they were spinning around in six inch heels and doing the splits and everything. It was amazing. It looked painful just to watch, to be honest with you. Anyway, next up we had a fantastic George Michael impersonator by the name of Andrew Browning. Now this man really knows his stuff. He knows his George Michael inside and out. He must have rehearsed and rehearsed. He moved like him, he spoke like him and he even danced just like him. It was incredible. Even afterwards he was moving around the crowd but he was even dressed like George Michael would dress on his day off. It was incredible. And even sometimes I found myself catching my side eye going, is it? No, it's not. It's not. But, you know, if George was still around, you would have been questioning if he was actually at the festival. He was that close to George Michael. He was great. After the gig, he was out walking around the festival, taking photos with people. And he, like I said earlier, he was dressed just like George. It was really confusing, but absolutely amazing. He did classic George Michael songs as well, such as I'm Your Man, Freedom and Faith. The man really knows how to entertain. Now, I don't really go for tribute acts and things like that. I don't really like them, but this guy was an exception. I would go and see this guy. He was fantastic. If you get a chance, go see him. Don't miss out on him. He's amazing. He's the closest to George Michael you're going to get nowadays. Well done, Poptasia, for getting him on. He was brilliant. Now, just to ramp up the party festival, they had H from Steps come on and do a DJ set. Now, if you want a man to wave and shout, come on, he's the man to hire. <laughs> he was absolutely great. Full of energy, just playing records, jumping up and down, smiling and waving, and everybody loved having him there. That's what was really great about this festival. There was no, there was no sort of thing where you thought, oh, really? It was all just fantastic and just so much fun and such a laugh. And he delivered on that. He had sparkly trousers on. I mean, who doesn't love a man in sparkly trousers? Absolutely fantastic. But no, it was a great gig. He did a really good job of just keeping the crowd entertained, keeping everyone pumping, and he even played some Steps numbers in there just to make sure. And everyone went mental. Of course they did. Steps. Everyone loves Steps. You can be a Closet Steps fan and pretend you're not, but we all know you are. Following that, the fantastic Liberty X. Now, I didn't know much about Liberty X. I've got to be honest with you. I was a little bit too old. When they came out, I was out drinking in pubs and out with my mates because it was around 2000. And I knew they're like a pop star, X-Factor reality type thing. But I've got to be honest, their voices were amazing and they put on a really great show. The harmonies were absolutely spot on. They sang amazing separately and together. And they did the hits as just a little bit. Gotta have your love and thinking it over. They were really good. They put on a really great show. Considering I don't really know Liberty X or much of their music, I watched the whole thing and I was really impressed with them. They did a fantastic job. They had some great dance routines and the lead singer woman kept moaning because her family wasn't in the VIP section. That's all I can remember about the gig. But they were really, really good. Definitely worth seeing. I'd definitely go and see them again. If they were touring and there were separate tickets, I'd definitely go. So to give you a fair review of this, I think I need to be objective and give you some of the stuff which I wasn't too sure about on the day. 
um, seating was a bit of a thing. So they had hay bales, which was absolutely great idea. So not only is it like great for the environment, also like animals can eat it if they find it in the wild. But um, there wasn't enough of those hay bales to sit on. So if the chairs were all taken up, you ended up sitting on the floor, which is on the mud. Um, if you couldn't get a hay bale. But the trouble was, because it was the time of year, there was a lot of mud on the floor. So if you sat on the floor, you're getting caked in mud. There wasn't enough hay bales. That's literally my biggest criticism about the whole festival. That is it, really. Um, the food was expensive, but that's not down to the festival. That's down to the vendors. So I had a Coke and um, some chips, and that cost me seven quid. That's the only bit I can say about it, is the food was expensive um, and more seating. Yeah, say one of them they can fix, one of them they can't. But that is literally my only gripe for the whole festival. Next up, we have the fantastic Jason Donovan. Now, he's a Marmite person. I thought, would I like him? Would I not like him? I'm not sure. I've always wanted to see him, and I'm glad I did. He really put on a show. He walked out to a barrage of ladies screaming. He did all the hits and some classics, and also some covers as well that are quite interesting. He did Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. And also, he did a cover of Suddenly, which originally was by Angry Anderson and was in Neighbours when him and Charlene got married in the TV show. I mean, fair play to him. That song is really, really high. And Angry Anderson, who sung it originally, done a really, really amazingly powerful version. Jason got close to it. He really, really got close to it. Good on him. Um, also, as well as that, he did Any Dream Will Do for Jason and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. That had the whole crowd swaying. Including myself again. I can't help it. I'm a bit of a sucker for a treasy song. He also did his classic hits, Too Many Broken Hearts and Oh Every Day. And Seal With A Kiss, he did a great version of that as well. He also did Especially For You with his singer, um, the lady that was with him. I didn't catch her name. And he did a fantastic duet with that lady. And they did a really good version of Especially For You. He was a real crowd pleaser. He got everyone going. Everyone loved him being there. And everybody wanted him there. And I think he'll come back. I think he's got to come back. It was a great show. Good on you, Jason. Next up was Tony Hadley. But I've reviewed Tony Hadley before, so I didn't want to put another review of him on another video. But you get what you pay for with Tony Hadley, and you know it's going to be brilliant. And he was. So this was the first year of Poptasia. What did I think of it? I loved it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great day out. You are getting an absolute bargain for your money. If the price is the same next year, because tickets are now on sale for next year, you've got to go. It was absolutely great. The atmosphere was fantastic. The people were friendly. The vibe was there. There was no trouble all day. Everybody was there just to party and have fun, like a real festival, like one like one in the old days, you know, when everyone just wants to have fun. It's not about fighting. It's not about getting too drunk or falling over. It's just about having fun, singing along to some cheesy songs if you want to, and having a great time. I can't thank Dan and Steve enough for inviting me along to this festival. I really, really enjoyed it. I hope they invite me back, and I want to go again next year. Get your tickets online now. at The address on the screen or links are in the description. I hope to see you there. If you see me there next year, come and say hello. I'd love to see you. Thanks for joining the review. Please like and subscribe and I'll see you on the next one. Ta-da. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Christopher Kimball from Milk Street Radio. Our show covers everything and anything in the world of food, and this holiday season, we're exploring a Welsh tradition that involves... Horses' skulls, toffee-making, strange Celtic folklore. We go to Belgium for a lesson on gingerbread and waffles. It always frustrates me because there is no Belgian waffle. We have thick waffles, thin waffles, brittle waffles, soft waffles. I mean, there's a waffle for every occasion, basically. And we learn about hot drinks with names like Huggle My Buff or Huckle My Butt. Join us for recipes and stories this holiday season on Milk Street Radio, wherever you get your podcasts.
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>